Good day, everyone. My name is Angel Dialwis. This podcast is brought to you by Ultimate Access. Full details of our business management courses can be found in ultimateaccess.net. Good day to you all. In today's session, we've got Kasun again. And uh, in today's session, we discuss the tools that we need to develop to build a peripheral vision. Thanks, Kasun, for bringing this to the forefront as a tool to manage risks. Can you please discuss how organizations can set themselves up to be able to identify, analyze, and interpret these weak signals? Thanks, uh, Anju. I'm happy to be uh, back again. Certainly, um, as I said earlier, it's not easy to identify weak signals due to the various factors that we discussed earlier. Primarily, that is that it is indeed a weak, full of noise, and goes against the norm. And to do this, we need a shift in our mindsets, our reward systems, the company culture, and so on. So here are some ways to get through some of these barriers. The first one is stay tuned to social media. This is one place you can identify trends and weak signals. And senior managers should stay close to social media sources that give rise to weak signals. One example is what are people talking about on Instagram? Is it about your product or a new product that you haven't even heard about? In the, in the current environment, most of the social media are very, very good at picking up uh, different uh, products or different uh, signals because of the diversity of the population on Instagram. The second point is building and establishing a dispersed network of people. They could be your own staff or you could use market researchers essentially to listen to the market in different countries and different product categories. For example, some of the new products that have emerged have emerged due to a need in another market. Unilever small packs that are marketed in India was indeed developed for the Indian market, but now you can see that uh, in other countries globally. Third point. Question everything that doesn't make sense. Don't let it pass as an abnormality or an outlier. Be open-minded and look for those weird deviations at the fringes. Park your prejudices. Some of the examples here uh, are Blockbuster versus Netflix. Netflix came into the market delivering the same product to the same customers in a different way. And Blockbuster ignored it and continued with their rental programs. Nokia and Motorola are two other good examples uh, in this category of making sure that you question uh, everything that, that, are, that look weird at the beginning. And by the way, this is also a good leadership character to practice. I have seen this being practiced by Fortune 5 company leaders effectively as a leadership style, which is to indeed question everything and to keep an open mind when they hear, when they listen to, to people. Fourth point, 
risk management teams should be made up of multidisciplinary teams to bring in different skill sets to the mix. So risk management should not be carried out purely by finance people or purely by operations people or purely by marketing people, but having a mix uh, of different skill sets from different functions helps to strengthen the, the, the team and their ability to, to identify and, and mitigate risks. Fifth point, for the bigger known unknowns, develop scenarios of potential outcomes and then stretch that through various probability branches and be prepared with plans. Take for example, Dubai diversifying out of the oil sector into other sectors such as health, education, environmental, transshipment, and finance. Very similar to what Saudi Arabia is doing right now, moving out of the oil sector and making Saudi Arabia a, a financial center and an investment center. Sixth point, build a company with people from diverse backgrounds. Each person would have a unique perspective based on their upbringing their location, where they were brought up, their culture, etc., and that adds that diversity adds adds a breadth of uh, experience to the the organization, uh, not only in terms of identifying risk, but also in time uh, in terms of uh, in terms of decision making, the quality of decision making, and that's why you see a lot of the uh, multinationals and a lot of the Fortune 100, 200 companies make it a, a conscious effort to diversify their workforce. I think this highlights uh, that diversity indeed affects uh, reducing of the risk factors and also kind of brings in as a value creator because of the rich experiences that everybody brings in to the forum. Is that correct, Kasun? Absolutely, uh, uh, Anju. Take, for example, WhatsApp. It was developed by an immigrant who came into the U.S. and wanted to communicate with his family uh, back home. So this shows how diversity uh, and a unique perspective of their uh, upbringing can, uh, can indeed add value. The seventh point is to watch for the reactions of customers, governments, and societies to products that are not exactly competing with your products, but are at the fringes uh, of what you offer to the market. This is where weak signals arise. Take, for example, cybersecurity. If you go for IoT or Internet of Things, you need to watch the vulnerabilities through different channels. As finance, we should and can highlight the risks without being a damper on new ideas. Example, the recent uh, news on Kia uh, systems being hacked. The eighth uh, point is use technology to improve your signals in a positive manner or to gather weak signals. For example, SEMA, AICPA are in collaboration in many corporations that can be used to gather changes to the ecosystem which in turn updates the finance education qualification. Knowledge is dispersed through various technology forums, webinars, online forums, and online conferences. And 
and we should use these channels to either gather weak signals or to promote your product in a positive manner. Item number nine, and the last one, is stud, uh, study cross-pollination of products. Same products delivered differently or changing a component of the product, etc. Take Amazon, for example, started with books, but the platform is now used to sell various products, including cloud computing, which is an emergent strategy for Amazon. So how, how do we identify a weak signal? I thought I'll just very quickly touch on, on, on this. How do we identify a weak signal? A, it is not the norm. Then you know that, hey, this might be an indication that this is a weak, weak signal. B, its appearance is a surprise. There is no logical reason for its appearance. Then again, you know that this is a weak signal. I should not ignore this. And thirdly, it could have a significant impact uh, in the future. So you could use these uh, sort of the three criteria to identify whether something is a weak signal that you need to pay attention to uh, or not. So to end this uh, section, in summary, what is a risk? It is an unplanned or an unforeseen event that if it were to happen, would derail your plans. Peripheral vision and weak signals are a great way to manage risks more robustly. They give you a heads up view of where the risks are arising and give you time to prepare. However, as we discussed before, weak signals are not easy to spot and analyze, which makes it that much more important to develop systems and processes to capture them early. Kasun, from our discussion, it shows that we as finance professionals need to build our creativity and critical thinking skills to build our peripheral vision. I think this is something that uh, we need to continuously focus on and build upon because our ecosystems are changing every day, every time. So with that, I hope everyone enjoyed this great session by Kasun. Thank you, Kasun. Hope to have you back again. Thank you for, for listening to this. Thank you. I hope you found this session useful. This podcast is brought to you by Ultimate Access and I'm your host, Andrew Dialvis. Thank you.